Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. All right, before we get back to our conversation about Ukraine, to the callers on the line, you will be first up. We have a, um, a halftime guest. Uh, his name is Frank Holloman. He's the director of the Division of Transplantation. Uh... April is the uh, the month that is dedicated to encouraging people to become organ donors. Um, Frank Holloman, welcome to Nightside. How are you, sir? I am fine, Dan, and thank you for uh, having me on tonight. You are the director of the Division of Transplantation uh, at the Health and Resor- Health Resources and Service Administration of the Department of Health and Human Services. That's a mouthful. I assume your your business cards have to be a pretty big business card. <laughs> uh, <laughs> April is National Donate Life Month. Um, how many people in America, we have 300 million people, how many of them have indicated that they are willing to donate their organs? Um, how are we doing in terms of getting people to sign up for that? Sure, Dan. We currently, there are about 169 million adult Americans who have signed up uh, as organ donors. This represents about 60% of the adult population. Um, but we also have a survey that shows that about 90% of the adults support transplants. And so we're trying to move that needle from 60% and close that gap to the 90% or even above that. Wow. I think that's tremendous success. Um, obviously, there are... What percentage of people who are potential organ donors uh, actually end up by virtue of the circumstances of their death, meaning their age and their condition and the circumstances, actually turn out to be organ donors? A very good question, Dan. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, only about three out of every 1,000 deaths are what we call eligible or viable transplant donors. And so it's unfortunate, and that's why we encourage uh, just as many people as we can to register as an organized tissue donor. And right now, uh, according to some materials that you provided me, there are 106,000 people uh, on the National Organ Transplant waiting list, and I guess every nine minutes someone is added to that list. So it sounds to me like... The, the the need is outstripping the supply at this point, even though a lot of people are are, are organ donors technically, and 90% of the people support the idea, um, you need more people to sign up and, and, and become and commit to being organ donors. Absolutely, Dan. You're, you're absolutely right. 106,000 Americans of all ages are waiting for an organ that could save or enhance their lives. Unfortunately, you are getting to some of the numbers. 17 people die each day while waiting for an organ transplant. And so that's one person uh, approximately every 85 minutes. And then we're adding new people 
a new person every nine minutes. And so you see the work that's ahead for us. Sure. So, so what is the easiest way for any of my listeners in the 38 states where we're heard right now, uh, how can they sign up and, and become formally you know, a, a registered organ donor? What's the, what's the easiest path? Sure, we give them the easy path, and, and we let them know. Uh, specifically, it only takes a few minutes. Our slogan, our tagline is uh, Take Five to Save Lives. And so they can register by going to our website, organdonor.gov. It's a federal website, and they can be directed to their state of residence uh, to register on their state registrations. The second path is due to our partnership with the uh, Department of Motor Vehicles. As a person is getting a license, renewing a license, or even getting an uh, ID card, ID photo card, they can also register while they're at Department of Motor Vehicles. Well, well, that's great. That's that's nice, easy, uh, easy place to start organ donor all one word dot gov take five to save lives frank holloman thank you very much um you, very clear answers and you have certainly outlined the need and how we can address that need and i would hope that some of our listeners tonight might be so moved to uh, take the time tomorrow take five and uh, go to organ donor dot gov thank you so much for having joined us tonight thank you dan talk again thank you very much we did and i should have mentioned to him that we did an hour show um a few weeks ago with someone who was in need of a kidney um donation so um the the folks who are in need live amongst us um i want to get back to ukraine because i think it's so important i really do this is a tremendous um defeat for russia uh and hats off to the ukrainian people uh, so let's just get back, and, and I'd love to hear your take on it. Let me go to Braintree. Um, uh, it comes up as Tuan. Is that is? Have I pronounced your name correctly, Tuan? Oh, uh, correct, Dan. I'm sorry. Give me the correct pronunciation. Tuan. 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 Okay, Tuan. Thank you very much for for helping me cor- uh, pronounce it correctly, Tuan. So, what is your thought on uh, what's no going problem. on right now tonight? Uh, no problem, Dan. Uh, this is Tuan from Braintree, and uh, this is my thought, and I also have a question, too. Sure. So sanctions after sanctions do not seem enough for the Russian and Putin's behaviors. So I'm wondering what the U.S. government can do more to make the international court, and I really mean the international court, international court to come up with an emergency procedure for ordering some sort of immediate actions to respond to emergency crisis as such the Russians invasion in Ukraine in order to prevent the Russians from claiming many civilian lives as what we have witnessed on television yeah well I think the reality and I I I stand to be corrected but I think the reality is that just as winners write history um, in order to get at Putin uh, you would physically have to to get control of him, and I don't think that we're going to send the 82nd Airborne Division uh, into Moscow to find uh, Putin. And I think that it is up to the Russian people to rid themselves of him. And I don't know how they will do that because they do not live in a democracy where there are legitimate elections. Um, he can be tried in abstention. 
Um, he can pre be prevented from traveling anywhere in the world other than Russia. Uh, but I don't think, you know, you know, we were able to hunt down some of the um, the masterminds of Nazi Germany. I think of Eichmann, who I believe was captured in South America some 15 years after World War II had ended. Um, but as long as Putin remains in power, and probably as long as he is in in Russia, he's going to be outside the jurisdiction of any international legal authority, sadly. Okay. That makes sense. And that's just the reality that that's the reality. Now, again, if look, you know, if somehow, some way he was removed from office um, in what, I mean, in whatever way. Um, and I think it's up to the Russian people. Um, and I think the more pain, I, I wish that our sanctions had been imposed earlier, and I wish that the sanctions were imposed fully. It was interesting tonight to watch, I think, I think it was on the CBS Evening News, there was the yacht of some Russian oligarch who I think it was seized in Spain, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You know, I mean, th those are people of influence and power. I mean, obviously, he has the ultimate power in Russia. But you would think that at some point, others in at different levels would say, "Hey, this guy's got to go." I mean, what are your thoughts? That's I mean, no, how how would you we, approach it? We could only hope, right? So you you're right from from his people, from the people, and the oligarchs. So at some point, they realize something, and then maybe that's the time they they would be disappointed and and do something to overturn the government but that that's a long shot yeah i mean as, as long as um he remains in power you know he's a former head of the kgb and um the, those guys don't play fair um and he probably it, it'll take quite an effort um by by some good russian people to get him out of there um I'm not optimistic, but you know, let's let's hope and maybe pray. Um, right, get him out of there. Get him out of there. Sure. Thank you, thank you very much, Tuam. Thank you. My pleasure, Dan. Thank you. Talk very to you much. soon. Have a great night. Good night. Uh, yeah, just I'd love to know. Uh, I think that it is. Um, it's not going to be easy. It's as simple as that. It's not going to be easy. But the more that the Russian people suffer the greater the chances are that they might rise up. And I hope that there can be more sanctions. The sanctions should have been imposed earlier. Uh, I, I hope that the Biden administration does not let the pressure off. I mean, we've had presidents who have been fooled by Vladimir Putin. Was it George W. Bush who said he looked into his soul or whatever and you know, I don't know the guy has a soul. 617-254-1030, 888-929-1030. Again, I know Ukraine's a long way away, and I know that we tend not to talk about these issues, but just remember, a few weeks ago, many of us, me included, was concerned about the possibility of nuclear war. I think that bullet has been dodged, but he's got to go, and Russia has to get out of Ukraine. It won't be easy. And there may come a point in time where the United States has to, has to 
come in and help the Ukrainian people um, and, and provide to the U- Ukrainian people some of the materials that they are asking for. Uh, those um, those MiG jets and others. Um, it's um, it, it is still a very difficult set of circumstances, but it looks much better today than it did a month ago. Maybe even looks better today than it did six weeks ago before the invasion. Not so much for the Ukrainians who have been killed, but for the Ukrainians who still are alive, they probably have never felt more free. This is Nightside. My name's Dan Ray. Coming back on Nightside. Now back to Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. All right, we're talking about Ukraine. Let's go to Mark in Toronto. First time outside the country tonight. Hey, Mark, welcome. Uh, hello, yes. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm not uh, too much listening to far distances, but I guess today I was on, tuned into your station. Thank you. Um, thank Is this you your for, first time listening, Mark? Uh, your American friendship for Canadians and protection and just being uh, good neighbors to us. Uh, I appreciate that, just to thank say you. that. Is, was uh, this, Mark, Mark, was this your first time listening to us tonight? Yes. Folks, so this is your first time calling. I want to give you a round of applause. Welcome. Go right ahead. I didn't know. I guess I lost, but anyway, whatever. Thanks. Appreciation again. Um, I would like to see my uh, intention to call you. Uh, I'd like to see, of course, the world in a better health condition or better order. If uh, yeah. there was possibility of such, there's uh, maybe some leadership or like wiser ways could bring us to a better state of health or order. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will call it a better order. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, just like to say, I'm trying to uh, understand this uh, situation, what's happening there. And um, what I understand that um, there is, um, um, you know, of course, NATO is coming closer to Russia after Soviet transformations, all this, and uh, Putin, maybe as far as I, I was trying to understand why Putin would be acting out of the way uh, like he chose to act. Uh, this uh, some picture like uh, this is not pro Russian uh, statement or anything. It's just uh, to maybe to reduce de- demonization and possibly de- demonization is not helpful in uh, healing anything. You know, as far as I understand, it just adds more to overheating and uh, maybe we don't want to go to like uh, Putin getting into some kind of um, you know, cornered state and uh, nuclear. Um, no, I, no, I, I do understand that, but I also I also think when when a when a country does what Russia has done to Ukraine yeah. in the last month or five weeks, it needs to be called out. And I think that, um, you know, he, he, he you, you talked about what motivated Putin. I'm sure you're aware that Putin uh, is, a, is at his heart a KGB operative. He became the head of Russia uh, in the mid-1990s, and he said the greatest political tragedy of the 20th century was the dissolution of the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. I heard such thing. We are moving in history. Soviet Union uh, sank like Titanic. You cannot bring it up, so to say, because I'm from Soviet Union. Uh, that system did not survive. You Wh- know, which, just, country, uh, which country, if I could ask, were you, did you bro- grow up in? In Soviet Union. No, I know that, but were, were you in Russia? Were you in... 
Uh, well, I was born in Siberia, and I have uh, half of my uh, teenage life I uh, lived in uh, like uh, Georgia, Armenia, uh, uh-huh, sure. you know, okay, in that yeah. area, like yeah. which was quite hot there, and still is kind of kind of hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, just to share this thing, uh, like um, a picture. Sometimes uh, maybe to explain, you know, I, I believe that we have to know maybe other person's point of view in order to understand each other and bring some kind of more, uh, I'd say, friendlier uh, resolution or, kind of, you know, the end of the, the conversation or to whatever dealings we have. Uh, let's say like this, imagine like this, uh, you have a house, right? Like you have a backyard. Um, let's say, imagine Putin is in uh, Russia, is like a house, and backyard is those like the, uh, whatever, the uh, buffer states or whatever. If somebody was like hanging out in your backyard and uh, maybe like uh, uh, glancing into your windows, probably you would have a hard time uh, falling asleep, right? So the, the idea is that like uh, if we can see Putin in that, uh, like in in spite of all his imperfections, I'm not saying he's some angel of uh, light or anything. <laughs> more more than inter- that- imperfections, he's he's poisoned, he's poisoned his political opponents. I mean, this guy's ruthless. I mean, it, it's more than imperfections, Mark. And again, I'm not trying to yeah. diminish Russia or, uh, and I don't want to see the Russian people suffer. But I think if the Russian people could get rid of Putin. They would be. Uh, they would, might again be a great nation. Yeah, but it's hard. You know, let me say like this: uh, Saddam Hussein comes to mind. He was a dictator. He kept uh, Iraq under some kind of order, which was not uh, like kosher, let's say. But uh, it was some kind of order. Putin today. Uh, he's like Saddam with the uh, nukes, and uh, the, you know what happened in Iraq. Like I don't think uh, people right now in America uh, consider that was uh, like the wise move, so to say, to remove. There's a function if Putin fulfills, and uh, therefore, like somebody has to control this country, keep all these nukes under control, and provoking that kind of person. Uh, you probably know from Putin's like he, we are from Soviet Union. We have been very much traumatized in the World War Two. You know the Hitler. Had, uh, yeah, and by the by the by the way, Mark, just to yeah. keep that in perspective, sure. who was Hitler's ally in nineteen in September of nineteen thirty nine? That's right. They signed non-aggression, and then Hitler came. And, well, uh, they signed uh, non-aggression, North and North. they both aggressed against uh, Poland. They both invaded yeah. Poland on September first. Yeah, yeah, that was like uh, something to think about. But uh, the point. <laughs> yeah. was, I think it, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. Mark, I'm up on my break. Thank you. Do me a favor. I hope you yeah. continue to listen. I hope you continue to call. Um, okay. I, we do the news at the bottom of the hour, so I have to uh-huh. jump out of the way for that. But I appreciate hearing from you. Yeah. Um, I support and, also talking rather than fighting. You know, no, it's always better to talk. But yes, Putin, but Putin hasn't done much talking other than with his military um, arsenal yeah. and his weaponry yeah. in the last uh, five weeks, and yeah. he's caused incredible damage. And he's he's yeah. tried to pulverize cities uh, in Ukraine, and and I think he's committed war crimes. So his soldiers have committed war crimes, and this yeah. is. This is something anyway. that cannot stand, in my opinion. Yeah. So um, it's a controversial situation. But uh, let's I, talk more. And uh, like uh, animals fight in the jungles, but we are humans. We should talk and not demonize each other. But uh, yeah, and we shouldn't fire cruise missiles into maternity hospitals, and and we shouldn't attack kindergarten, and we shouldn't bomb buildings where people are seeking shelter. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, all of that. Um, uh, if a lot you give me time, be. by the way, I could tell you a little bit more. But uh, if not, then uh, as I said, like we have to understand each other. You know. No, I, I, way. yeah, I do understand Putin, but I, I think he's a very dangerous. We'll continue this conversation. Okay. I think that Putin's one of these guys who wants peace. He wants uh-huh. a piece of Hungary. He wants a piece of <laughs> Romania. He wants a piece <laughs> of Bulgaria, and he wants, and he clearly wants a piece of, uh, of Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, no, no. I think we are just uh, moving into this uh, world uh, like a new arrangement, you know, a new world order kind of thing. And some people would like uh, Putin under, like, or Russia under some kind of better management, such to say, or cooperation. I, 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 I got a great idea for fight. Russia: democracy. 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 Yes, but as I say, you know, like, you know, in China, what happened uh, when Soviet Union crashed and fall, fell apart? Uh, there was chaos, right? Chinese learned from that, right? They said, we are not going to break our country like uh, to that kind of thing. And so they kept order uh, by this whatever Communist Party, whatever they call it. It's not really communist, yeah, the, but it, it is the it. Communist Party. It's a dictatorship. Mark, I'm That's way right. past my break, so i got to run. We'll talk okay. again, I hope, okay? All the best. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, I wish I was as broad-minded as Mark. Back on Nightside. Feel free to join the conversation. Coming back right after this. Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. You know who I have not heard from a lot um, in the last few weeks is the Ukrainian community in Boston. So if you are Ukrainian uh, and you would like to basically take some pride in what your countrymen have done in Ukraine, I'd love to hear from you because you folks have stood up against a monster. The Ukrainian people have stood up against a monster and have far exceeded the expectations. I don't think that our government had any idea of the effectiveness of the Ukrainian military and the ineffectiveness of the Russian military. Let's go back to the calls. Going to go to, next up, is Ron in Weymouth. Ron, welcome. How are you tonight, sir? Uh, I'm very good. How are you? I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't hear the whole conversation so if i repeat every anything let me know i'm going to give you my i'm going to you know put it in my context a very quick uh, uh, history and analysis and then i'll give you my analogy uh number one people are forgetting history in cuba 1960s uh there was no uh there was no uh, nuclear attack of any sort okay then we go to number two 2015 russia in the middle east uh, well, I don't know if it was 2015, but I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it was back there. Uh, interviewing in the Al-Assad regime. Where, where was the nuclear threat there? Okay. Um, and now you're in, in 2022, and we're backing off. Uh, believe me, if there was a nuclear thing, it wouldn't help the Russians. They'd be gone, too. There'd be no world. They're not going to do that. <clears throat> it's already been proven. John Kennedy proved that, and, and it's been proven. Well, th- a, lot is, a lot has changed since 1962. <clears throat> Um, it's, yeah, but also the Middle East is it's not 60, that far It's off. 60 years later. It's 60 but years later. The Al-Assad regime. Russia went in there. There was no nuclear. Russia, Russia went into Syria to um, right. basically to, to maintain um, Sadat, uh, <laughs> Assad in power. They were in there supporting the Assad That's true. regime. 
because they viewed Assad as a uh, as an ally. I, you know, right. the history, Ron, is of less importance to me. I, I just think it's, and I guess I totally missed it here because I'm not sure people are either are, are picking up what I'm laying down here. Um, I think it's breathtaking to think what President Zelensky and the Ukrainian people have done in the last five to six weeks. They have stood up against the mighty Soviet Union, uh, the mighty uh, mighty Russia, Mother Russia, and they're winning now. I mean... <laughs> they, are, they are winning, but it's not over, Dan. And as a former military person, um, uh, I, I, it is a David-Goliath fight, there's no doubt about it. But I think we're, we're going to miss the boat because if, if that's taken over Ukraine, uh, you can forget about it because the next next place they'll go for is Poland because they got a they got a they got a ticket right ahead because nobody stopped them. They should bring Allied planes right to the Polish border in Poland. Let them come over and get their planes and get this thing over with, and 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 there'll be no more attacks with coming from the air. You won't need any airspace to worry about protecting. They'll have their own. They'll have their own aircraft, and I'm sure that they can learn very quickly how to use Allied aircraft. We're, we're missing the boat. I'm telling you. Next, next thing Putin will try for if he gets us would be Poland. It's it's it's, it's out of hand already. Well, I'll tell you this. I I, I, I think Paul. I think Putin's going to have all that he can do is to save face and claim somehow a victory in Ukraine. I mean, they're pushing Russian. The Ukrainian military is pushing the Russian military into retreat. Uh, you know, if I'm not there, so I don't see it. But from all the reports I've read, it's it's it is a David and Goliath, and Deli- and David has Goliath back on his on its heels. Um, thank God for uh, for President Zelensky. I mean, I thought right. when when he said. I'm being offered a ride out. I don't need a ride out. I need ammunition and I need weapons and I need support. That's right. That's right. David needs a bigger thing to put in the slingshot, and we're not doing it. And we should be ashamed of ourselves and all the allied nations. But but they always wait for America to start first. Where the hell are they? They need to get going, and they need they need to get them. They need to get aircraft to them, even at the border. Let them come over to Poland and pick up pick up the the, the aircraft. Believe they'll be there in a flash. Believe me, and they're very smart people, Ukrainians, and they know how to they know how to operate. They need to do that soon. I think they've been trained. I believe that they've been trained on those MiGs. I'm not a military expert, but yeah. I'm just looking at it, and I'm stunned that the American people. You know, it's one thing to, you know, uh, tie a, a blue and yellow ribbon around a pole, but but I want to hear the voices of my audience tonight uh, in admiration. We, you know, we we, t- we had last hour Dr. Hubbard who had the courage to go to Kiev uh, and get his daughter, uh, his grandchild, uh, and right. his daughter's boyfriend out of that country. I mean, what a courageous man he is, and Zelensky. I mean, Zelensky had to know when this thing started, he might have been thinking that he had hours, not not even days left to live, and somehow he survived. There, were, there was video tonight of him in Buka, the, um, the, right. the town that the Russians had just ravaged. Um, I mean, hats off to Ukraine, that's for sure. Um, I think we're all Ukrainians tonight would like to be all Ukrainians. Thanks, Ron. When there's a big, when there's a big fight, 
and you have friends uh, that are being beaten up and they're, and they're small people and there's a whole bunch of gang, what do you do? You get in there and get your fists out there and America has not done that. They're, they're, they're embarrassing, but it's not only an embarrassment because why, why I want to say this quickly before I know there's other people waiting, but it's not over yet and if the Putin thinks he's losing, you don't know what he's going to do. You don't know how bad it's going to be and it won't be nuclear, but then it's too late. So America better wake up now. That's my analogy. Because okay, well, I appreciate your point of view. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate it. Thank on. you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Good night. Let me go to Mike in Ohio. Mike, you are next on Night Side. Welcome. Go right ahead. Hi, Dan. Thanks. Well, I couldn't agree with Ron more. He pretty much said everything I wanted to say to you. Uh, one thing I was wanted to mention, I was wondering, if, not now, but if in the future you could do it, spend some time on. I, I wrote this to you on Facebook, so I don't know if you really get the message or not, but Everyone talks about NATO and we can't defend Ukraine because of Article 5, et cetera, et cetera. Could you look into Article 4? I don't pretend to be an expert, but it seems like that's what was used to go into Yugoslavia and stop that nightmare. And it seems like you got the same situation going on here. Well, um, in Yugoslavia, you had the Bosnians and the Serbs. Uh, and that, to me, was a very confusing set of circumstances. Now, as time as time went on, there were um, some some Serbian generals, um, and the name escapes me at the moment, who I think actually were tried in the international court. Um, but that was almost that was internal. Um, you know, I'd have to go back and and refresh my. Yeah, but I think. Yeah, what I'm reading, I think NATO, there was some kind of clause that if they felt endangered, you know, just just a NATO country felt endangered by something going on, they were allowed to vote on it and go in. And as far as what I was reading, they went in. And, and like what you were saying about somebody giving up Putin, I think the same kind of thing happened with Milosevic here. I, I don't know how they... Yeah, it was Milosevic who was, the, who was the, um, uh, the, the major uh, war criminal. Um, uh, there was also um, um, uh, Karadzic, um, and, and there, you know, there was there were several several of them, um, mm-hmm. but um, Milosevic was was the one who was tried. I don't know if he's still alive. I don't know if he served, you know, time in prison for, in for prison. what was done. He died. Yeah, he, he died. died prison, okay. I uh, but and I don't but, know if he was sentenced to death or what. You know how that all worked. I, I'll be honest; I really wasn't paying attention to it. But just just reading about it lately, there it just seems like there's a lot of similarities. And I don't know why someone can't go into, you know, Russia, Russia and stop what's going on here. Everybody's appalled, and everybody's this. And you know, next week it's going to be the same. They, they've they've left a couple others. I talked to a girl every night in Ukraine, and she said they left Chernihiv and they left Sumy and. I'm sure as the days go by, we're going to be seeing more of what we've seen this weekend when the Ukrainians take back over these cities. Yeah, um, I'm just looking here, um, Milosevic. Again, I don't want to get into it um, uh, too late, but um, he um, he came to a he came to a a, a, a bad end. Let's, let's put it like that. Um, uh, and um, he. Uh, yeah. Again, I'd have to I'd have to spend some some time. He was indicted in May of uh, 1999 during the Kosovo War by the UN's International Criminal Tribunal 
for the former Yugoslavia for crimes against humanity in Kosovo. Um, he was um, charged with violating laws of customs of war. Gave, this gave breaches of the uh, grave breaches of the Geneva Conventions in Croatia and Bosnia and genocide in Bosnia were added a year and a half later. Prosecution took two years um, for the first part of the trial. The, the trial went on. He died before the trial could be concluded. Um, he was found guilty, I believe, um, in um, of a joint criminal enterprise. It, this was a this was a bad guy. He died. He actually was found guilty after he after he died. He died in March of two thousand and six. Um, but you know, again, we'll um, we'll we'll have to. Um, We'll have to do some research on that to refresh our recollection. Look, the bottom line is, the bottom line, in my opinion, is that Russia needs to be denounced by every country in the world except for the little toady countries that Russia still controls over. I think that South Africa and I think Ethiopia and there was uh, maybe Yemen uh, and and I think Syria voted against um, them being sanctioned um, in the United Nations. And I think that tomorrow... Uh, there's going to be an effort to re- to remove um, Russia from one of their their panels, um, uh, one of the UN panels. I mean, the United Nations has always has always been a paper tiger here. Um, yeah, yeah, I really so, don't even pay attention. And they're on they're on, they're a permanent member of the Security Council, so they can, they have the ability to veto a, a lot of actions by the UN. Mike, thank you very much. I appreciate your call. We'll talk again. Okay. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, sir. 617-254-1030, We'll change topics at the top of the hour, uh, but I'd love to hear from a few more of you on Ukraine so that we could send a message that 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 this guy, Putin, has got to go. Uh, there is a, a a sense across the world that he has overstepped his bounds. We know that he's killed political opponents at home, and now his troops have slaughtered innocent Ukrainians in their homes, in in their villages. Uh, it's 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 terrorism. It's terrorism and war crimes. And if you can't get upset about that, I don't know what can. And we have not had a woman caller on this um, for nearly an hour, which really surprises me because it is women and children who are suffering the most. Uh, in in Ukraine, and they have stood firm. We'll be we'll be back. Join the conversation. We'll change it at at eleven. But I'd love to get to a few of you here before the hour is up. Back on Nightside. Now back to Dan Ray live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. Now we get the phones lit up, so let's get everybody in. Going to go to John uh, Dan in Ontario. Dan next on Nightside. You're the second caller from Canada tonight. Welcome. Yeah, I had to call it. I'll make it good. I heard last night on Bill Cunningham's show, Matt, out of Cleveland, Ohio. You know him? He opened up with something to the fact that Putin has some type of cancer, that he has a team of doctors and specialists that follow him around. I don't know if that'll make you feel any better. It's not prostate. It's another cancer that begins with a P. I was pretty tired last night. You, know, you heard his show. But anyways, well, the only other cancer that I know of off the top of my head, uh, and again, I don't want to start a rumor, but pancreatic cancer would be very serious. Or, yeah, 
that, yeah, I think that might have been that. Yeah, but again, I, I haven't seen anything in officialdom, and, you know, I, I don't know people, who you're talking about, and, and uh, you know, people have speculation. They say that well, he doesn't look well. Hey, he probably doesn't look well because of how badly his military has performed. That, too, and, well, anyways, uh, either God's in charge or Putin's in charge, so. That's, yeah. That's well, that, well maybe that, you know, afraid. maybe there's some hope that, uh, that uh, that somehow the good Lord might intervene and say, "Hey, Putin, you know, your your time is up." I don't know. Um, All right. I, I I would hope that if that is true, uh, that the the Russian um, oligarchs would decide to put somebody back in power uh, who might be more willing to to work with the West towards a towards a peaceful settlement. Someone more in the in the style of Gorbachev. A quick note, just that they 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 can't keep electing these or get these demigods in. When he first got in, we thought that he was modern and civilized, and it was going to be good for Russia. And then look what's happening now. We're we're, we're in twenty years into the the, the, the millennium. Yeah, he's he's and modern, but he's 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 KGB through and through. But this <laughs> insanity is just. just you got it's it. a horror show in this modern day and age. Hey, Dan, thank, thank thank you for listening. I don't know what other shows you listen to, but thank you for listening to Nightside, okay? I do. I'm a loyal listener. Okay. Thank Bye. you, buddy. Talk to you. Let me go to Ed in Marshfield. Ed, want to get you and two more in here maybe before the end of the hour. Go ahead, Ed. How are you, Dan? I'm great. We got a little bit tight on time here, my friend. Thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? I think it's just atrocious what's going on over there. I need. I think U.S. Need, needs to join NATO. Put up the no-fly zone. Maybe even bomb all the Russian troops in Ukraine. Enough's enough. Enough dead babies in plastic bags. It's disgusting. <clears throat> it is disgusting. There's no doubt. I mean, I think we have to be careful because we, you, you do have a guy who has 6,500 nuclear enough. weapons at his disposal. We have to be careful. Yeah, enough's enough. He's afraid of NATO, and NATO needs to make him accountable right now. This is this has gone way too far, way too uh, far. Okay, I, I don't disagree you know, with that. People bound with their hands and shot in the head. Yeah, absolutely, execution style. All right, Absol Take thanks, Ed. Appreciate your call. Thank you. Let me get Lewis in New Jersey. Lewis, got to be quick. Got you and one more. Go ahead, Lewis. Yes, sir, Dan. Good evening. Uh, you Hi, know Lewis. what? It's like playing poker down here near Atlantic City. Yep. You got to call the bluff. And they're going to have to call the bluff on uh, Putin. And, you know, just we need a leader that can call the hand. Uh, the other thing is, I well, know the only I mean, a, the only leader you have right now, like it or not, is Joe Biden. Well, it, it's well. <laughs> Kamala Harris. Anyway, well, you could have you, if you want. I mean, you know, from, if, if uh, Joe Biden decides to resign or whatever, you'll have Kamala Harris. Good luck with that. I know, but you're doing a remote from uh, the PR, and if you ever get to the El Comandante racetrack down there, uh, my grandfather helped open up that track way well, back. I, in the I, day. I'm not doing a remote from anywhere. What? What? what where do you think I am? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I I, I thought that uh, you had said that you were doing remote. Uh, I'm broadcasting. I've been broadcasting remotely since 2020. Okay, so you're still in the Boston area. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it can be remote. I'm not in studio. (laughs) Lewis, I need to get one more in, okay? Thank you much. All right, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Susan in Chicago. Susan, I got a little more than a minute for you. Go ahead. Well, I'm just saying the Ukrainians and Zelensky are pretty much doing it on their own. Uh, According to Kudlow and his economists last week, we're slow walking on the MiGs, on the S-300 surface-to-air missiles. We haven't sanctioned the secondary banks of Russia. Uh, We're sitting, our energy department is sitting on permits for producing more natural gas and oil to hurt Putin. Basically, we're financing this war with NATO by continuing to buy uh, Russian oil. And uh, supposedly our sanctions are going to start in three months. Why are we waiting? Yeah, I'm not sure the timing. I did not believe we are still buying. Uh, There could be oil. There were contracts that were decided upon. But but obviously, going forward, we shouldn't be buying Russian oil. No question. yeah, and in the European countries, the same. It's uh, we're yeah. Well, they, they have allowed themselves to become dependent on Russia, which was a huge tactical error. Never should have happened, um, and we never should have allowed it to happen. But and Trump, we're, we're Trump paying a price for that it. right now. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so they're they're doing the heavy lifting. The people and uh, oh yeah, let me let me tell you. We I wish we could do more. Um, and maybe as time moves on, we can. But I know you're going to disagree with me, but I think Biden has handled this pretty well. Um, of of all the things, the crises that he's handled, was I think he's he was late with the sanctions, absolutely. But all in all, I think he's done a pretty good job in this one, Susan. And I know you probably are not a big fan of Biden, but I think that that if I, I think this is this is not his worst, not as, this is not Joe Biden's worst moment as president, in my opinion. It should never have happened. Uh, I agree with you, you on that. Why. I agree with you on that, and sanctions should have been there earlier. Susan, I'm up against the 11, so i got to let you run. Thanks, as always. Appreciate your loyalty you. to this show and your, and your perspective. You know that. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great night. Coming back right after the 11, going to change topics, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.